idea what inside were numerous small twigs that must have come originally from the shattered snag that lay across the entrance going back to the mouth of the small cave she grabbed her pack and shoved it inside and then crawled in behind it quickly she opened her pack pulling out a small flint that would help her start a fire putting it on her pack as she gathered enough twigs to form a small mound Then she gathered a few dry leaves that had blown inside the small cave and scraped together a few spruce needles and pushed them into a mound. Picking up a dry chunk of wood, she smashed it over a rock to make wood fibers. Stacking the wood on top of the small mound, she moved them against the boulder wall below one of the small cracks in the ceiling. For the next ten minutes, she worked at getting a spark to ignite. Finally, a small amount of smoke arose from the pile as she knelt and gently blew on it. There wasn't enough wood to last very long, but while it did, the small fire felt good and warmed both her and the rock. She was hungry. Placing a piece of dried grouse on a stick, she held it over the fire until it was warm, then quickly devoured it. She had tried to drink at every creek she crossed, but there hadn't been many. Turning to the pack made of deer hide, she removed a small tin cup, filled it with snow, and then set it beside the fire to heat. The light wool blanket she unfolded and pulled tight around her shoulders would be her only protection against the cold, long night, and she knew it. It had been a week now since they had seen the campfire high on a ridge to the east, and she hoped that hiding had thrown the Indians off their trail. The ability of the Indian trackers was well known. Even though she tried to convince herself that she was safe, her mind just wouldn't let her accept it. There had been talk in camp about people that had tried to escape in the past, but no one, to her knowledge, had ever made it. Normally they were hunted down within a day and brought back dead over a saddle. She vividly remembered watching them bring in a young man in his late teens who had lasted several days on the run before they captured him. They brought him in more dead than alive and tied him to the devil's cross before beating him. Later they cut the tendons on one leg just above his ankle to slow his mobility. For some strange reason they had respected the man, because he had made it far longer than most. The man had healed up, but after that... He was little more than a pitiful cripple who limped about the compound. The wind had picked up, and the hole she had crawled through was filling with snow. She prayed that the blowing snow would erase her tracks from the day, and with luck, the Indians were no longer on the mountain. It was still dark when she opened her eyes to the pitch-black darkness of the small cave. She didn't panic as her eyes adjusted. Somehow she had slept through most of the night, but now she shivered from the cold. After she ate some food from her pack, she reached for the small tin cup from beside the coals of her fire. The half a cup of water was frozen solid. For the last three weeks, she had tried to sleep in camp without her buffalo robe covering her body, trying to get her body used to the cold. She knew the escape plan had little chance of succeeding but she had nothing to lose. The rumors lately of shutting the camp down had slowly spread, even to the prisoners. It was still dark outside, but she thought she heard something, 
Not much, but almost like someone was moving through the snow. The sound was so light and muffled that she held her breath so she could hear it. Then there was total silence. Several hours later, she repacked her meager pack and pushed the snow from the entrance. Overnight, it had snowed over a foot and a half. Now the going would be even more difficult. She shook the loose snow off the red blanket that covered her shoulders before picking up her pointed walking stick and starting down the ridge. Within thirty feet of the small cave, she found what she thought were the tracks of a single elk going down the hill. She followed its tracks down the crest of the ridge for close to an hour before the animal changed direction and headed back up the ridge. Too tired to follow his path, she continued working down through the snow. The deep snow helped slow her descent, and she leaned heavily on the stick to help keep her